This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Gate. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for the third episode of Umble Coverage here on Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out the first two episodes that aired last Tuesday and Thursday, and those featured my conversations with Patrick Dwyer and Drina Hartman and Alex Pinto. Thank you again to all of them for taking the time to offer their insight. There is a link in the show notes where you can check both of those out if you miss them. There is also a link in the show notes for my 2021 Humble Highlights Nugs playlist if you wanted to give that a spin. And if you're a member of the Crooked Conversations video community, Videos of all of these conversations are being added and uploaded there, so keep your eyes peeled and check those out when they're ready. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about and I've piqued your interest, this is the only place that you're going to be able to watch any of the videos of the conversations I've had on DATC pod, past, present, and future. I've had a couple people reach out to me and ask me about the videos on my YouTube channel, and this is where they are now. Um, There's also all sorts of content that was never released anywhere before and lots of really cool stuff in the works, and that's going to be the only place you're going to be able to see any of it. So, If you're interested in finding out more of everything uh, offered, go to datcmediacompany.com and everything that you need is there. Some quick news to pass along. Hall of Fame 2020 has been announced via listening party on the band's YouTube page on November 18th. Hall of Fame 2020 will feature the following tunes. Utopian Fur, February 13th from The Caverns. Resolution, January 19th from The Brooklyn Bowl. Front Porch, from September 3rd, wrapped around Chicago, previously unreleased. Whoppy Sprayberry, January 17th at The Beacon. Domino Theory, January 19th at The Brooklyn Bowl. Night Nurse, from The Asheville Run, February 15th. Cut the Cable, Fort Wayne, January 29th. Kabump and Sociable Jimmy, both from Detroit on February 1st. Seasons from Bridgeview on September 5th. Wizards into Deeper, into Den, back into Wizards on January 17th at the Beacon. Great American, February 14th in Asheville, featuring Billy Strings. Voodoo Child, February 15th, Asheville, also featuring Billy Strings. 
DBK would be two versions in one, featuring the version from January 18th in New York and February 26th in Bend, Oregon. Smell the Mitten, also from that February uh, run in Asheville on the 14th. And Nothing Too Fancy into Commilator into Nothing Too Fancy from October 9th in Hampton, Georgia at the Drive-In. So 14 of those were on my original list and six made it onto my final ballot. Um, I think, what, one, two, three, four, five of those I was at too. So that's pretty cool. Um, I will say I'm surprised that Phil's with Billy from Valentine's Day did not make the final list. Um, but other than that, I have no complaints and that's not even a complaint. That's just like a, oh, I'm kind of surprised. But other than that, um, fantastic track listing, I think, um, wonder what you think. What do you think about this track listing? How many from your ballot made it, um, onto this final, final list? I will link my hall of fame 2020 episode in the show notes. If you'd like to give that a listen from the band's website and official announcement. 2020 also saw four audience lists in studio webcasts that were not included in the voting. But we, as a band, enjoyed the front porch from Wrapped Around Chicago so much that we are releasing it for the first time as part of this year's class. As is custom, we are pressing a limited vinyl run that highlights the top selections from the full-length digital release. This year's LPs will feature tri-colored striped records with a cover composed of multiple overlaid images from the last shows of the year. You can pre-order the vinyl now, and you'll receive an instant download of the digital Hall of Fame album, The Class of 2020 is also available to download exclusively at merch.umphreeze.com. And by the time this episode is hitting your ear holes, um, it should also be available on Spotify and all other major streaming service providers as well. Links for everything you need can be found in the show notes. Continuing on with the Umbold discussions, next up, my conversation with TJ Bannon, who offers his insight of the weekend from the couch touring perspective. This time around, we start off with the acoustic all request set and move along to his personal highlights from All Night Wrong, the Choose Your Own Adventure set, specifically the great front porch versus wizards debate, which... I equate to, you know, a bad ref call in the uh, big game. I don't want to say bad call, um, but, you know, a controversial uh, call in a big game is kind of how I view this. It's interesting to hear everybody's take on that part of the weekend. We get into the S2 set, and TJ recalls the time he went to an S2 event and had his contribution played Jocko's Modern Life, which 
I'm so here for. Rocco's Modern Life was one of my absolute favorite cartoons as a kid. And when he said that, my ears just peaked right up. Um, So he's in the process of finding uh, a recording of that for me because I really need to hear that. Uh, We also talk about the two-song set night one, the band choice set night two, how Umphreys always manages to give us exactly what we want and need. And TJ also brings to our attention that this weekend would be the second time Umphreys would cover a song titled Mother, but by a different band and so much more. It was great to finally meet you, TJ. I say meet with the air quotes because this was still virtually, but it was very nice to meet you and chat about Umbel with you and hear your thoughts about the weekend. So thank you for taking the time. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an Umphreys-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. So here is my chat with TJ Bannon. So go ahead and get started with the acoustic all request set. Um, just kind of give me your overall thoughts of it and maybe your highlights and what you kind of could have left on the table. Well, with the with the acoustic show or set, I just thought it was so great because them doing all acoustic stuff is like super rare nowadays. Because like the like the wrapped around Nashville acoustic set was also unreal. Like the visions was awesome, but like this whole though it was fan um, voted in, it was awesome like everything from in the kitchen to to like uh i don't know just everything was so great like the divisions with like the little upward jam was so fun just like stuff like that and i love full divisions not divided divisions so Mm -hmm. it's even better and like i'm a huge uncle wally fan and they only played acoustic now so it's just like just like so good i mean the last time i saw it was at uh in 19 at the ryman auditorium and it was like one of those moments where you call it before they even play it and i remember 
somebody in the background was like, did you just say Uncle Wally? And then they start hitting the first notes and I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I love when that happens. <laughs> it's like, yes, the Nashville gods are upon us. <laughs> and like, that was just really cool. And then I don't, just like the structure of the set, like it was, it was just, really fun there actually in that set there wasn't a song i couldn't really do without though i do miss in when they used to do like the mediterranean sundance teases in the kitchen intro mm -hmm. because that was always fun and like the nerds are like oh oh that's what it is and it's just <laughs> fun to see them like switch off solos and, i don't know big fan big fan <laughs> liked it because it was a really nice like it was a mix it was the great ebb and flow of everything else that we were getting that weekend so it was nice to that's a side of them so we got that side of them too so it was cool to have that mixed in and and then the water is just like the the that's just a great hidden gem too it's just like one of those songs that you know is super tough to play on guitar, let alone like sing. And they just crushed that. Like, I think that was another one that they played and wrapped around Nashville too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But probably, yeah. So I don't know. Uncle Wally was probably my, my favorite little surprise in that set. Cause I'm a huge Uncle Wally fan. Like right in there in that Nemo too. Like that was mm -hmm. so fun. That was so fun. I'm hoping that Divisions finds a spot on Hall of Fame. Like, I think it's it could be a contender. That's yeah, it's true. I mean, I just thought it, it was just super solid. And like some people, I don't know, some people don't like Divisions. I don't know why. I just think it's a good song to just like let your brain zone out to and just watch them noodle. Like, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of personal history with that song. So like every time I hear it, it like always kind of takes me back to the first time I heard that song, you know, and you just kind of like reflect on life and you're like, wow. So that one always gets me emotional. I love that one. So talk about the All Night Wrong set and what you thought about the covers. Okay. Um, I'm like, I'm like weird on All Night Wrong sets. I used to be like in my earlier days I used to be like no more covers let's just do originals but then I was like all right whatever but with all night wrong I didn't I don't know what all was on the ballot so I'm just just going into this kind of blind but I didn't like the I can't go for that I just thought it was kind of a weird opener like I don't think they like crushed the 1979 Okay. Like, I thought they had Cherub Rock down, but they played it for like 18 years or something. But for sure. I just thought those weren't too good, but I mean the fans vote on it, so yeah. Whatever, you know. <laughs> but I really, really love like the mother. Yeah. Like yeah. that was that was just great. Because mm -hmm. I know they've Jake and Brendan have done that a couple times just when they played together and I thought the full band representation of it was 
really cool. Like when I saw him bring out an acoustic guitar, I was like, hmm, wonder what this could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very, very happy. Like I'm still happy about it. I think I listened to that like daily, honestly. That's everything I was ever hoping it was gonna be. I'm so so <laughs> happy they finally did that. <laughs> Yeah, I hope I hope they put that into rotation more too. So I agree. I agree. Let's do that, please. So you mentioned on the survey that you were not a huge fan of the choose your own adventure. So okay. elaborate okay. some more on that. Yeah. I want to talk about though that I love this in your mouse. Like oh that just, yeah, yeah. That just made my my like watching it I text my buddy I was like oh this is so great I'm so jealous of you like because that song is like a journey like it just starts off and it just feels like like they do it so much justice and like that's another song that got me into them like that's a reason back in like 2008 that I got in the van with my buddies and we were just like all right, let's go to let's go to Asheville. We got some friends because they played it there like the year before, and I was hoping for like a repeat, but ended up being like awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but to the other part, um, it's just I like I like oddball songs. Like, like I was I wasn't there again, but I love like just the stuff they don't normally play and just like the bust outs mm-hmm. like I mean I know they jam on on like like what were I can't really remember what were the choose your own adventures but I know that I didn't get with the popular vote every time and it was every time there were definitely times I was a little surprised. Let me pull this up. I was just listening to. I think it was like Bridges, Tinkles. It was Tinkles, Push the Pig. That I would have like definitely uh, chosen. Fur, which I mean, I was kind of like, it's humble. Like we always get fur. Like that's yeah. kind of how I felt about it. Like I, I always try to be like kind of positive about my negative responses <laughs> you know like I'm not ungrateful but you guys could have picked something else I don't recall I'll have to look up what was against it but I mean yeah, it was a great was version like, but you know I was like you could have picked something different I mean yeah. it's your choice like we get like every three shows you get like a tinkles like come on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like spread it out but I mean, overall, like, for instance, as the encore, I would have picked, like, front porch, like, no doubt. Like, come on. I wasn't in the setting, but I could feel, like, come on, so close, so close. It's like, because it's like every four shows is a wizard nowadays, and it's like. It's so funny to hear everybody's, like feeling about that part specifically like as I've talked to everybody like there's some people that are like team front porch and there's been people that are team wizard so it's like really funny to talk to everybody and like you know I really honestly I don't know how I would vote like I've been thinking about it and I'm like I I probably would have tapped out too much pressure 
<laughs> I, would, I couldn't have done it. <laughs> because like with the front porch, because it's such a rarity and Brendan always talks about how he needs to be in the mood to play it. Like he was in the mood to play it. He was in the mood. <laughs> you got to take it when it's laying there. <laughs> yeah, and they could have like done like some waterfall verses in there which always <laughs> makes it ridiculous and like when they do the resolution riff and then like pause that it gets everybody like oh will they go back into resolution it's just like one of those things it's like if he's in the mood let him let him play it it'll be the uh the talk of the the show you know which way, which way do you vote for it? Like the, mm-hmm. the bad call in a, in the big game or something is how I kind of look at that moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I mean, side are you on? <laughs> I was okay with the wizard. Like it didn't like, I wasn't just like, okay, I'm turning off my computer. I'm going to watch something on TV. I was right. like, eh, it's all right. I mean, <laughs> You're like, okay, guys, I see where everyone stands. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about the S2 set then. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, the S2 set's always fun. Like in previous humbles, I remember just like being there and having your your vote count. And I I was at S2 like back in, uh, before the humble started, like one in Kalamazoo. And I know my choice got, got, uh, selected it was Jacko's modern life which is pretty oh my god I love that so much (laughs) I have to listen to that and uh but now it's just like like the only one that sticks out is like the Mashuga one and the Zappa um goes to a rave because Jake was just having a ball you could tell and like Ben with the lights it was just all over the place and it's like I got the feeling like, don't, don't stop. Don't stop. Just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And side note, like Ben factor is just, I cannot talk enough about how just incredible his work is to watch. Like I seriously, <laughs> I could talk all day about it. He's something else. Yeah. And like, I'm usually like one of in the first like six rows. So I'm usually not, I'm paying attention to more of like the shredding and like the, the communication, but like, you're right. Like looking back and seeing like the whole picture, it's really cool. And like Ben's really like, well, I didn't really get to see him too much when he was starting out, but like right now he's super solid and like, for sure for sure and he's so young too there's still so much time left for him to grow and learn more and it's pretty incredible so let's talk about then the band choice sets talk about first up the two song set on night one. Oh, that was incredible like dbk all the time like i remember when i was just getting into them and they were on like disc logic. Every time I got like my paycheck, I'd spend like 10 or 20 bucks and I'd, I'd like scroll through and look for like a DBK on the set list. Then I buy that show. And then like, it's one of my 
one of my favorite songs like getting into them and it's just just because it's so weird it just like the counts and just like the the pauses and like the fake out ending and it's it's just fun and the jam was really solid too and you didn't know where it was going to go at times and then into the resolution which i think together it was like a 45 minute just those two songs which was like wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's when i was jealous of everybody being there it was like hmm. i thought for a minute we were gonna get like a 45 50 minute you know like dbk and i was like oh my god i can't even right now if that happens <laughs> yeah and it's just it's just fun stuff like that like it it's just like because they're so tight nowadays and just seeing like stuff like that is just like super fun like my buddy stopped texting me during that stuff because I bet he was really into it and I didn't talk to him till the next day and I was like yeah it was probably the combo of those two songs (laughs) (laughs) I think that uh, could definitely find a spot on Hall of Fame. That, yeah, that's by itself. Mm-hmm. I like what they chose the second night too. I can't. Uh, let did, me look down by. Yeah, I got it here. Let me see. They did. Yeah, the maybe someday, the all in time, search for. They brought oh, yeah. that that's back out. Like- yeah. Yep. That's one of those other songs that you forget about and you're like, wait, I really like this this song. I've been asking for that song for so long. So I was like a little, there are moments of butt hurt for sure, you know, between the search for and the mother and, you know, I'll, I'll admit it, but I'm really happy. They at least are like dusting it off. So the potential of it, you know, being played against out there. So. Yeah. It's just interesting what, what they'll I mean I think bands jam bands in general nowadays are just like mixing it up more just because I think they want to give their fans what they missed or not what we missed but what we never got to what's the word I'm we never got to see due to what happened and I think they're doing that too and I think I also think the the pandemic too just like brought music fans closer together too, especially like live music fans because we missed it so much. Absolutely, I think it it made you more appreciative too. Like before, you would just like go to shows and you would just you know sometimes just be there with your friends and doing whatever and kind of like taking it for granted because you knew there was going to be another show or whatever, you know, you kind of don't have that now, you know, things are getting canceled, even still stuff is happening. And so I know for me, when I'm actually like there, I'm just like, Oh, it's happening. I'm here. Yes. Just soak it all in, you know, because you, sometimes you don't know when the next one is. So and for artists too, they're like, yes, we can play in front of people and we can play these songs again. You know, they're probably super stoked to be able to play it to people again too. So I'm here for it. Dust all the old stuff off and play it, please. I'll listen. Yeah. 
<laughs> and like like the on time jam was great i always forget about how much i love that song and that it's an offry song like i don't i don't know why it's just one of those songs i totally forget about and then it's just like oh that was awesome like they did like all on time into haji and like it was like mm -hmm. really yeah. solid like the hits play the hits <laughs> <laughs> for sure they definitely gave us what we wanted and needed yeah yeah that would yeah that's a good <laughs> way to sum it up right there definitely so is there anything else that you wanted to add from uh the weekend your personal thoughts or highlights well um i don't know if anybody else brought this up but this is the second time they uh covered a song called mother and it's by a totally different band this time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just was, I remember night two texting my buddy like, yeah, I'm uh, super jealous. I'm not there. I hope for the next one. <laughs> but I went to three and four and seven. So it's, so the next one has to add up because I went to three and four. So I was like, I'm obligated to go to seven because I love that. I'm all about numbers. So I love that kind of shit. <laughs> I was like, okay, we got 10 or 11 that I might have to do next or just have to go when the next one is because when I went to seven, I never been to like a Brooklyn Bowl before and like Brooklyn Bowl Vegas was awesome. Yeah. Like, just awesome. I thought just uh fun venue was Vegas so you didn't know what to expect and it was just just super cool and like cool. oh one thing I want to add is I, I miss the Ross too like back in my earlier days like when they released the the Ross do compilation I listened to those like on the train or on the bus and like make notes and stuff of what people should vote for us is back when I was on Twitter and like and like just like analyze every stew and just like come up with the greatest combinations like I miss stuff like that and like <laughs> like so many great songs have come from stews like Draconian and Stinkos mm -hmm. and I'm hoping on this because I I also find trends like usually when they don't play a song for a while it's probably in the works of coming into an album okay and like until we meet again was only played like once or twice i know it was at the brooklyn bowl vegas and then bayless played it on like uh why not mm -hmm. and it's like i wonder is is that gonna be an album thing because i think they you know it's just like one of those that's like it's almost a complete song it's like three-fourths of the way there you know is this mm -hmm. gonna show up back so. interesting it's interesting and he was really hesitant on playing it during the why not thing so hmm. i watched all of them but i'll tell you they all like blurred together i can't remember like some of them you know, like, I'm glad they're all on there that we can rewatch them, though. It, it was such a good, it was such a great thing to, like, look forward to during the pandemic. It was like, what's, like, it's just, like, one of those things, like, wow, it's so great that 
that he's doing this. It's so great. Like, that's why we love music. That's why we love Humphreys. Like, well, because it brought us all together too. Like, even you know, a lot of people were talking like in the YouTube chat. Or I know like just me and my friends would be texting because we were both watching it or, you know, so it gave us an excuse to all connect and stuff like after a week of dealing with everything that was going on, it was nice to still have that outlet that we weren't getting anymore. So like for that, I was so grateful. I was just like, oh, thank God this, I need this so bad, you know, just virtually hang out with everybody. It was great. Yeah. And I think at that point, it was just like, you could tell that even what was going on was affecting everybody. And it was like a release. And it was like, I need this. I need this. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because I I think a lot of people and everybody, I'm sure at one point felt like you're you're going through this alone because you're just like isolated and whatever that meant for you at that time, you know, and so it was it was. It was exactly what we needed. So very grateful for him and Annie for doing that every week for us mm-hmm. because that was perfect. And for them too, that was definitely what they needed to. So. And we sure got our uh, fair share of patience there. huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. The, it's so funny to think of like all the late night, like, in the very beginning when they were just like being so silly and then on Instagram, like super late and uh, it was so good. It was so comical. We needed that lighthearted goofiness for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) All right. Well, is there anything else? Mm, Not much. I'm excited to see. Show's coming up in the next uh, two weeks. So. What do you got on the calendar? I got uh, two shitty limo shows. So I'm excited nice. about that. Jealous. Andy Fresco <laughs> show where maybe Bayless will show up. You never know. Wouldn't be surprised by that at all. <laughs> and I'm doing the St. Louis through uh, South Bend run. Nice. I'll be in South Bend. Awesome. Just definitely meet up there. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm just very excited. The music's back. So yeah, me too. For sure. All All right. right. Well, this is really awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time and offering to chat about humble. This was fun. Um, Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, I hope you have a great Halloween weekend. Thanks. You too. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. So that's everything I have for this humble episode. Thank you again to TJ for taking the time. I really, really appreciate it. There's a bunch of links in the show notes for a whole bunch of stuff, including where you can listen to the weekend and anything else that I may have mentioned throughout the episode. You'll also find links for where you can find the first two conversations in this Humble series where you can check out the DATC pod vault just stuffed full of past episodes for you to dive into, where you can find out more about Crooked Conversations, 
Shop the DATC store and check out the holiday sale happening now and so much more. Scroll through those show notes. There's a lot of treasure there. So thank you so much for joining me. I will see you around these parts on Thursday for part four of this special Umbol coverage. I'll see you then. Mad love.